Father, that you would bless him, bless him in his mind, body, and soul. We pray, God, that you would Lord, help us, Lord, to receive with meekness out and graft your word. They may, Lord, uh, minister grace. Yes, Lord. Lord. We need your grace. So bless us, Lord, this afternoon. Now have your way, Father. We give you the praise. Let us all say amen. amen. All right, let's receive Pastor Jones by saying amen. Thank God for being here. You may be seated. Amen. Can the church say amen? amen. Can the church say amen? amen? All right. Thank God. Are we ready to receive the word of God? Amen. Are we ready to take, ask God to take our faith a little deeper? Amen. Thank God we can have unwavering faith. Even through our tests and trials, thank God God can take us deeper in the things of God. Amen. Saints of God, faith is power. Praise God. Amen. If there was a time we need more faith, amen, now is that time, may thank, thank God. There's many stories in the Bible, thing, uh, accounts in the Word of God where, amen, we see some powerful accounts of faith. And today, amen, we want to look at an account of faith, amen, and obedience, an account of courage, thank God, uh, amen, from Brother Meshach, Brother Me Meshach, Meshach, and Abednego. Amen. These were the three Hebrew boys. Amen. And these three Hebrew boys, they had unwavering faith. Amen, and thank God uh, they encountered, amen, a, 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 a situation where the whole world was bowing down to King Nebuchadnezzar's idol. Amen, an image that he had erected and set up. Amen, and they were facing, they were facing uh, the fiery furnace. Amen, they were facing some fiery consequences if they, had, if they defied the king's order. But you know what? They stood on their faith, thank God. Amen. It's, it, they, they had remarkable faith. They stood on their faith, saints of God, and faith, what it does, it teaches us a valuable lesson. Amen. On how to trust in God amidst our fiery tests and trials. We're going to go through some fiery tests and trials. Amen. So I pray our hearts and our minds, amen, is, is willing to receive, amen, the word of God today as we turn to the book of Daniel, amen, the third chapter. We want to start from the end to the beginning of it, amen, and want to look at the end results. Amen. Good results came out of their, their courage. Amen. And them standing for God. Amen. And uh, they were thrown into the furnace. And we'll see that. Amen. But thank God they also stood. Thank God. Amen. And in verse number 26, we want to look at Daniel, the third chapter. And we want to start reading in verse number 26. The Bible says, Then Nebuchadnezzar, he came near to the mouth of, amen, the burning fiery furnace. And he spake. And says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they came forth of the midst of the fire. Amen. And the princes and the governors and the captains and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose body the fire had no power, nor was their hair of their heads singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, amen, who have sent his angel and delivered his servants that did what? That trusted in him. Amen. Saints God, when we go through fiery tests and trials, God wants us to trust in him. Amen. Uh, that's faith. You know when your faith is where it needs to be is when you can trust in God. Amen. The Bible says trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
and lean not to your own understanding, thank God. Amen. They trusted him and have changed the king's words and have yielded their bodies that they might not serve or worship any God except their own God. Amen. Thank God. Uh, thank God for deliverance. These three Hebrew boys, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Obednego, uh, thank God they were in the, uh, in the midst, they were under some pressure. They were under some pressure. And when you go back to verse number, number one, we see that Nebuchadnezzar has set up this golden image. He set up, he set up this golden image. Amen. The Bible says that he, the Bible says Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold. It says whose height was three cubits and the breadth thereof six cubits. And he set it up in the plain of Dura in the provinces of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king, he gathered together all the princes and the governors and the captains and the judges and the treasurers and the counselors and the sheriffs and all the rulers of the province. They came to the dedication of the image which King Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. Now these boys, they didn't obey the king. These boys chose to trust God. They chose in, in, because in the end, he, they changed the mind of the king because they stood. When you go back to verse number 28, the Bible says, the Bible says, Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God. I mean, look at how they changed this thing around. They, they changed the mind of the king. The king started worshiping God, and he, he called and made the whole providence to worship the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Only thing God wants some, God is looking for some folks that's going to stand. God is looking for some people that's not going to change. God is looking for some people that's not going to bow down to sin. Amen. And the Bible, the, the Bible said, this king said, blessed is the, man, this man's, this man's heart was changed. He said, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now we're going to go through the story, and we're going to see how his heart was different from saying, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach. I'm telling you, our end is always going to be better than our beginning, church of God. I'm telling you, you're going to go through some tests and trials. You're going to go through some hard places. Amen. But in the end, you want to be found unto praise, glory, and honor. You want to be able to say, you want to be a God to be able to say, this, this is my blessed child. Amen. This is my blessed servant. You want the world to be able to look upon you and say, how did you go through that? You are a blessed woman of God. You are a blessed man of God. How did you come through that? Amen. And the Bible says, he said, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who have sent his angel and have delivered his servants that trusted in him. We want to talk about trusting God through the fire. Trusting God through the fire. Saints, we all got to go through the fire. I don't care, I don't care how long you've been saved. I don't care how short you've been saved. The fire's going to come. The fire is coming. And you're going to have to go through the fire. Amen. You have to go through the fire. Amen. You have to go through some fiery tests. You're going to have to go through some fiery trials. You have to go through some fiery situations. It's going to get hot. It's going to get hot. It's going to be uncomfortable. But you got to go through the fire. Amen. Amen. But you got to have an attitude, I'm not going to bow. Amen. I'm not going to bow. Amen. Let's go back to chapter, one, chapter 3. Amen. In verse number 3, the Bible says, Then all the princes and the governors and the captains and the judges and the treasurers and the counselors and the sheriffs and all the rulers of the province were gathered together unto the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Had set up. The devil's going to set some stuff up. Amen. 
Amen. Watch out for what the devil set up. Amen. What the devil set up is not what God has set up. Amen. We want to we worship the things that God has set up. The devil has built up some things in our life, has set up some things in our life. The enemy, uh, he knows how to set you up and set things up and make things look right, make things feel right. Be careful of what the devil set up. Amen. Uh, I want God, I want God, I want you to set me up, thank God. Amen. And God was about to set these boys up, praise God. Amen. Then a horror cried aloud. In other words, it was in our time, then it went over to Facebook, the, the, the Instagram, it was on TikTok. It was all over the place. Amen. Then a herald was cried aloud, to you is commanded, O ye people, nations, and language. This is the king talking. At what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the subbuppossary, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. And whoso, not, whoso falleth not down and worship the same shall the same hour be cast in the midst of a burning fiery furnace. You're going to be killed. You better bow down or die. Therefore, at, the, at that time, when all the people had heard the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, subbub, palsy, all kinds of music, and all the people, amen, of the nations and the languages fell down, and they did what? They worshiped the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up because that's what the world do. The world fall right in line with the world. That's why the Bible tells us to be not conformed to the world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, praise God. Thank God we don't conform to the world, thank God. Thank God, the church of God, we got a stand, thank God. We have a standard, thank God. Amen. As a saint of God, you have a stand. The Bible says be steadfast. The Bible says be unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain in God. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made you free. And be not again entangled in the yokes of bondage. We got to be willing, saints of God, and able to stand. Amen. Glory be to God. He said, now listen. He said, the time you hear this, he said, he says, and therefore at that time when all the people heard the sound of the corn up, flute, harp, sub up, and all kind of music, all the people of the nations and languages, they fell down and worshiped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And then it says, and wherefore, verse 8, wherefore at that time certain Chaldeans, they came near and accused the Jews. They spake and said uh, uh, to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, supper, palsy, dormer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And who shall not fall down and worship, he shall be cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Well, you know what? There are certain Jews that you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Amen. And you have set some over the problems of the Jews, Sister Octavia, Sister Gordon, Sister, Sister uh, Ingrid. Amen. You have set some up, God. You have set some up, King. Amen. You have set some up. They're not falling down. They ain't bowing. We just came to tell you some business that we heard. We seen some folks. They still standing. Amen. Sister, they, Sister Nia, she's still standing. Sister T, she's still standing. I, I don't know what's wrong with them, but they, everybody else is on their knees, but these, these folks ain't, ain't bowing. These certain Jews, I thank God for certain saints. Who that has set over the affairs of the promise of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these men, O king, have not regarded thee, nor, they serve, nor do they serve thy gods, nor worship the image which thou hast set up. 
Then the king, Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do ye not serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if ye be ready, we're going to give you another chance. That at what time you hear the, man, they didn't rehearse this thing so many times. At what time you hear the time, at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, subbuck, parsley, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you better fall down and worship the image that I have made. You'll be well. But if ye worship not, ye shall be cast in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Who gonna deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know what they did? They answered and said to the king. They said, listen, O king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. We're not even going to give you a time of day. <laughs> Man, everybody's bowed down. He set this image. Everybody's on their knees. They're standing up before the king, and they, they, they told the king, we're not even going to answer you. In other words, our mind is made up. Thank God for saints that got their mind made up. I don't care what kind of pressure you're under, your mind can be made up that I'm not going to bow down. Glory be to God. Man, these men, they said to the king, they said, they didn't say, oh, live forever, old king. We love you, old king. Uh -uh. They said, we're not careful to answer you in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will, that's faith right there. Look at that's faith right there. He will, he's able and he will. Now you throw us in there. Listen, my, our confidence that when you throw us in the midst of that fiery furnace, that our God, King, he will, he's able to deliver us. And so here we stand, come what may, Whatever it takes, we're willing to die. We're willing to die. We're willing to give our lives. Amen. Amen. Thank God. How about you when you get on a little pressure? Do you tuck your tail and run? How about you when you get on a little pressure? Do you start uh, 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 stuttering? Uh, 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 well, uh, 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 uh. They said, no, king. We're not even careful to answer you in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hands, O king. But if not, but if not, but if not, if God don't pray in the way he, that I prayed he would, if God don't work in the way we pray he would, I'm still confident that it's all going to work for my good. But if not, how about do you have that but if not salvation? God, if you don't bless me, but if not, God, do you have that but if not salvation? Lord, if it don't go my way, but if not, I'm still not going to bow. I'm still not going to backslide. I'm still not going to give in, but if not. Amen. If I got to die for it, if he don't deliver us, guess what? Be it known unto you. We want you to know something. Hear us clearly, king, that we would not serve thy gods if we burn, we burn. 
nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar's full of fury. Man, he was mad. Man, they, they, they made the king mad. He was full of fury. And his visits, his facial expression changed. Against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he was trying to be merciful. But man, he, they defied the king. And he changed his evil. He, he showed his facial expression. His mad, he was upset. He was mad. He said, therefore spake, therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace up seven times more than it was wont to be heated. Turn it up seven times more. How about you when the devil turned the heat up on you? When your tests and trials get hot, then it get hotter. Then it get hotter. Then it get hotter. Do you want to run and say, oh, God, deliver me. You say, Lord, turn it up. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, God. If you got to turn it up on me, turn it up on me, God. The king turned it up. Amen. You can say, Lord, go ahead. Devil, I don't care if you turn it up, I ain't going back. You can turn it up all you want, but I'm not going back. And he commanded that his most mighty men that were in his army bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men, bound in their coats and their hoosens and their hats and other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, they were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And therefore, because of the king's commandment was urgent, the furnace exceedingly hot. The flames of the fire, it slew the men that took up Shadrach. It killed the men that threw them in. The fire was so hot that the men that killed, threw them in, they died from the heat. So you, you can imagine naturally what probably happened to them. Well, let's see. And these men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astounded and arose in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did we not cast three men in there? Did we not bound three men and cast them to the midst of the, of the fire? The king, then they answered and said unto the king, Yeah, that's true, O king, true, true. He said, he answered and said, But lo, I, I, I see four. I know I'm not losing my mind. I know we cast three in there, but I'm going to look over, over in there. I see four. I see four. Did we not cast three? And Nebuchadnezzar, he was amazed and rose up in haste. And he said, we cast three into the fire. They say, true. He says, lo, I see four men loose. Loose. Didn't we bind them? No. I see four of them loose. They're not bound. Walking in the midst of the fire. And they have, they have, they have, they have no hurt. They have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. 
Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake unto Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and said, Ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth out of the midst of the fiery furnace. And the, the princes and the governors and the captains and the kings and the counselors gathered together, saw these men upon whose body the fire had no power. You can go through your fiery tests and trials and come out having no hurt. Come out having power. Come out having grace. Come out having more strength. Or you can go through your fiery test and come out smelling like smoke. The Bible says, and in verse number, in verse number, um, uh, verse number 25, I, he said, I see four men. I see four men loose. I thank God that you can go through your fiery tests and trials and be free as a bird. Or you will go through your fiery tests and trials and that thing that's trying you, that temptation that's, that's, that's trying to, to get you to go back and backslide, the tests and trials of life, it can bind you. It can bind you. It can have you bound in your spirit. It can have you bound in, 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 in fear and bound in sadness and bound in, in, in spiritual, in a spiritual condition that you can't praise God. Through your tests, through your trials, do it bind you? Or are you in the midst of the fire, walking around, loose? Amen. I remember when the, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus went over to the get the 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 the, uh, the cemetery. Amen. And he and Lazarus was dead for three days. And the Bible says by now he's stinking. He gone. He decaying now. Amen. Jesus said he ain't he ain't he ain't dead. He just sleeping. Jesus walked over in that garden. Amen. Over in that in, in, in that cemetery. They say, they say he in there, he in there, but he bound up in all them clothes. He was wrapped up in all them mummy clothes. Amen. He was wrapped up and bound up and tied up. Amen. And they said, Jesus said, loose him. Loose him. And they start pulling them clothes off. He's Amen. Thank God we ain't got to be bound, thank God. Amen. Thank God we don't have to come out. We don't have to come out smelling like smoke. Amen. We don't have to come out smelling like smoke, thank God. Amen. We don't have to come out, amen, uh, amen, uh, 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 hurt. Uh, amen. We can come out praising God. Amen. Praising God. Amen. They, they were loose, praise God. Amen. They wasn't bound, thank God. Amen. We can come out, saints of God, amen, praising God, or we can come out, amen, bound, smelling like smoke. We come out burnt up. We can come out hurt. We can come out, amen. We can come out, amen. Uh, and my hair is singed. Amen. We can come out, amen. You can either come out, amen. And if you don't, if you don't go through it right, God gonna keep you right there. God gonna keep you right there. Amen. The Bible says in 1 Peter, 
First Peter, the fourth chapter. Hold your place there in Daniel. Coming right back. First Peter, the fourth chapter. Glory be to God. Y'all stay with me this morning. First Peter 4 and verse number 12. First Peter 4 and verse number 12. The Bible says, thinking not strange, my beloved. He said, thinking not strange. Thinking not strange. Amen. Don't think it's strange. Concerning the what? The fiery trials. Which is to do what? Which is to try you. You're going to be tried. You're going to be tested. You're going to be tried. You're going to be tested. Amen. You're going to be proven. God got to prove you. Your test is going to see what's inside of you. God has a set day. God has a set time. God has a set hour. God has a set minute that he's going to try you. He's going to test you. He's going to prove you to see what's in you. The purpose of the fiery trials, it is the purpose of it is to try me. The three Hebrew boys, they were tried in the fire. And says to God, when we go through the fire, we have to put our confidence and trust in God. That Lord, you know what you're doing. Show me what's in me, God. Show me what's left in me, God. Show me what I got to sanctify, God. Show me more of myself, God. Try my heart. David said, David said over in Psalms 139. Psalms 139. Amen. David said in Psalms. Amen. The 139th division of Psalms. Amen. What did he say there? Amen. I believe he asked God something. He said, Lord, in verse 23, he said, search me, O God. Psalms 139, 23, David says, search me, O God. Amen. We need to put ourselves in a position that we can say, Lord, search me, O God. Bro, we can't come into a place where we're afraid of being tried. We're afraid of being proven. We're afraid of being tested. Amen. I just want to go in my little cubby hole. I don't want to be bothered. I want to be a saint. I don't want to go through nothing hard. I don't want to be bothered with nothing. Just leave me alone, God. Just let just don't do that to me, God. Uh, just let me, just let me be uh, just let me be in a, a little comfort zone, God. And, and Lord, Lord, just, just make salvation easy for me now. Easy for me. But you're not gonna get to heaven on easy. You're not going to get to heaven on easy. Brother Milton said this is not an easy road. Brother, salvation is not an easy road. You're going to make it to heaven. You got to fight to get to heaven. You're not going to get to heaven on a flowery bed of ease while others fought to win the prize and sail through bloody seas. Surely I must fight if I'm going to have victory. I will reign. Lord, so you know that I, know, I, know, I need you to do, God? Increase my courage. I'll bear the toil. I'll endure the pain as long as it's supported by the word of God. So David says, search me, O God. He said, know my heart. Know my heart. Know my heart. Do what? Try me. Try me. Can we tell God, Lord, try me. Try me. Know my thoughts. Know my thoughts. Know my meditation. Know my thinking. No my, no, no my, no my thoughts, God. No my heart. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me to life everlasting. James, the first chapter. 
James, the first chapter. Amen. The fiery trials, the purpose is to try me. To see, Lord, what's left in me. James, the first chapter, verse number two. James, the first chapter, verse number two. James said, my brethren, he said, count it all joy. Count it all joy when you do what? When you fall into divers temptation. Count it all joy when you fall into manifold, various, a lot of, plenty of, tests and trials. Don't count it as sadness. Don't count it as weariness. When you add it all up, I don't know why God did this to me. When you add it all up, I don't know why I got to go through this. When you add it all up, he said, no, when you add it all up, let the sum of it be joy. Let the sum be joy. He said, my brethren, count it all joy. Not, not weeping, not crying, not I don't want to be saved. Not, I'm tired. I, I, I'm tired. I've been in this test for too long. I've been in this trial for too long. Amen. I'm tired. I'm weary. The Bible says, be not weary in well-doing, for you shall reap if you faint not. David said, I had almost fainted. I had almost fainted. I had almost lost heart. I had almost lost hope. He said, I had almost fainted. Amen. Psalms 27. Hold your place there, Jay. I got to get it. Psalms 27 chapter. Amen. Psalms 27. David said, I had almost fainted. I had almost given up. I had almost lost hope. I had almost hanging on to my last string. Amen. I had almost fainted, but somehow, some way, somehow, thank God, something down on the inside. Amen. Start encouraging me. Start inspiring me. Let me know there's still hope. Let me know there's still a way out. Let me know you can make it. Let me know don't give up. David said, I had almost fainted. I had almost given in. I had almost given out. I had almost given up. He said, I had almost fainted. Verse 13, Psalms 27, 13. David said, I had all, I had fainted. I had fainted unless I had believed unless I got my faith together, unless I dug deep and said, Lord, help me right here, unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land. God, there got to be some goodness in the land of the living. Man, my worst day in salvation is better than my best day in sin. So there got to be some goodness in this thing. There's some goodness in this thing. How can I give up? And there's some goodness in this thing. There's some sweetness in salvation. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Why am I going through this, God? But when I taste of salvation, I, the rivers of life, praise God, the streams of salvation, the fruit of salvation, oh, how, oh, it's so sweet to my soul. So, God, I know you didn't bring me to this test now. It's a heaviness here. It's a bitterness here. 
it's, 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 a, it's a longing to be delivered here. But God, I had almost fainted. I said to my soul, I said, soul, I'm, I'm done with you. God, I'm done with you. But the Bible says I had, when I saw the goodness, amen, when I saw goodness. So in your test and trial, God going to show you some good things. God going to give you some hope. He says, I saw the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He said, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. Amen. So back to James. James said, James here said, over in James, D, I told you to hold your place there. I didn't hold mine. In James, the first chapter, he says, he says, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this. There it is again, that the trying of your faith. There that word try is again. What's the purpose of our fire? It's to try us. Number one, it's to try us. What is it trying? It's trying my faith. What is it doing? It's working patience in me. Patience that I don't have right now. Well, God says stay in that fire. It'll work some in you. What is it working in me? It's working patience in me. It's working patience in me. It's something that God want to work in you. It's something that God want to take out of you, but then he want to work something inside of you. It's something that God want to take away from you, but God want to work something inside of you. One thing he want to work in you is patience. And the Bible says let patience have a perfect work. Let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect. That you may be entire, having need for nothing. You got everything you need. And if you lack wisdom, and let God ask God and He'll give you that too. Glory be to God. What is it doing? It's trying my faith. It's trying, Lord, I don't see it. Well, you're not supposed to see. Faith is not seen. The Bible says, Faith is, you, we walk by faith and not by what? Why we always want to see everything? Sometimes we got to trust God through the veil. Sometimes you got to trust God through the valley. God's not going to show you everything, who you think you is, but you got to see everything before you can believe God. But what's, what's the purpose of having faith in God if you can't trust him for the things you cannot see? You are not supposed to see it. You are not supposed to understand it. There's some things you got to cast your burdens and your cares upon God and wait for his deliverance. All right. If not, you're going to come out smelling like smoke. You're going to come out with great hurt instead of saying, Lord, I see what you're doing to me. You're working patience in me. You're trying me. This show is not about my test. It's about me. It's not about what I'm going through and how I'm going through it. It's about me. What are you doing? You're taking me through this to work on me. Saints of God, we got to get our lesson. If you miss your lesson, you're going to miss heaven. Thank you for the fire, God. I need the fire, God. Put me in the fire if that's what it takes. But Father God, will you take me through the fire? I don't want to come out smelling 
like smoke. The Bible says, go back to Daniel, go back to Daniel, go real quickly, go back to Daniel. Amen, go back to Daniel. Amen, go back to Daniel. Y'all with me say amen? Amen. The Bible says in verse 24, Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was amazed, and he rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Didn't we cast three men in there? He, he answered and said, Yes, king, we cast three men in the fire. And the king said, But lo, I see four men. They're walking around in the midst of the fire. And they have, how in the world is that humanly possible? They have no hurt. When I was going through that fiery test and trial, I was accused of armed robbery. Imagine, saints of God, your life being stripped away from you in one day. And especially as a young man, they confiscated my car, my apartment, froze my bank account, and kicked me out of the school. Amen? And threw me in jail. Lost all that. Amen? When you had an utter loss, like Job, you can say, Lord, in all of my appointed times, I'm just going to wait. That's faith until my change comes. In other words, they, uh, 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 Job had a faith that there was a change that was going to take place. So I'm not going to give up hope because there's going to be a change that's going to take place in my case, in my situation, in my test. The Bible says, the Nebuchadnezzar, he came to the mouth, he came to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, go back up. He says, and they have no hurt. What, what verse am I mean? Uh, I see four men loose, and they have no hurt, verse 25. And uh, what it says about their hair not being seen. And then Nebuchadnezzar came near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, and says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come forth. And then and in verse 27 says, and the princes, and the governors, and the captains, and the counselors, being gathered together, saw these three men, whose body, whose body, the fire, it, it what? It had what? It had no power. It had no power, thank God. Say to God, thank God we can have victory. Amen, we can have Power over fire, as the Bible say. We're going to get to it in a minute. Thank God there's a power over fire, thank God. It had no power. Isn't that something? My tests don't have power enough to take me back. I might, I might be hurt a little bit, and, and God say, God say, the hurt, we're going to show you where the hurt, the hurt come from. And, that hurt, and, God, and God gives place for, for, for a heaviness, and we're going to show you where that heaviness is coming from. But the Bible says, and the princes and the governors and the captains and, and the king's counselors, uh, stay with me, being gathered together, uh, saw these three men, amen, uh, 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 who, on whose bodies the fire had no power. And what was the next part say? Nor was there what? Nor was there hair singe. Nor was there coats change. Nor the smell. Nor the smell. Of fire. Come on now. Some, some, some folks who come to church, amen, after going through a hard test, you can you smelling like smoke. 
You can tell, oh, Sister Ingrid is going through again. Oh, here goes Sister Ann. She's going through again. You can hear it in her testimony. Mm. Lord bless our dear sister. Huh? One day you come and you rejoicing. Man, running the aisle. Amen. Come on, Sister Monique, walking the aisles. Yeah, both hands raised. How, how, how is it when you go through the fire? You stand up giving testimony, Sister T, and testifying and singing. How's about when you go through the fire? Do you come out smelling like smoke? Why your hair looking burnt? Why your clothes got burnt spots on it? You've been through the fire? Can't find you. you, you you've been quiet for a little while. Where's your praise? Where's your voice? Can the saints praise God? Can the saints praise God? I believe the three Hebrews down there praising God. Or, or do you come out smelling like smoke? You come out smelling like smoke. Everybody singing, rejoicing. I found a refuge. Your test burn you up. Your hair on fire. Is your hair on fire? Never done turned your hair on fire. You smell it like smoke. Can't even see your face. All sad. All hurt. All burnt up. How you come out your test? See some burn spots? See your hair all sloppy and singed? Well, I think if they had a fade, they came out with a fade. The three boys had some dreads. They came out with their dreads, bro. They, they, wasn't, they didn't come out all crazy looking, all burnt up, all hurt, crying about my situation, crying about the pastor, what he preached. I can't take it. I don't, I don't, want, I don't, don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. I can't take it no more. I don't think I can make it. How you doing? Are you hurt? Or are you walking around loose? Well, uh, well, they wasn't down. They wasn't down there rolling around, hugging each other, having a buddy hug and rubbing each other. And man, why he do us like this? No, bro, they didn't have no hurt. But that's not how they was walking around. With burn spots all over their clothes. Hurt. Can't take nothing. I can't, I, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to make it out of this. I don't know how I'm going to come through this. I don't know how I'm going to fight this. I don't know how I'm going to battle this. I'm in a battle, God. I'm in a battle. And I just, I just want to go back to smoking. I just want to go back and get a drink. I just want to go back. I want to go back. I, I don't want to go no further than God. I want to go back. I need a husband. I need a wife. I need some money. Or when you go through the fire, brother, you come out. You come out. Uh-uh. I ain't, uh-uh. Get this off of me. Uh-uh. Get this off of me. I'm not letting, uh-uh. Get off of me. 
I'm not going to let this hurt me. Oh, that's my, that's my beard. I'm trying to peel it off. I thought there was some hair down on the thing. The Bible says they came out without hurt. They came out without a singe. They came out they, without a smell on them. Without a smell on them. How you know? How you? Oh, I didn't know you was going through all of that. Really? Man, look at your joy. Man, that's encouraging. That's inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. I can draw from that. I can draw from that. Man, I didn't know you was going through all of that. Yeah, saints, I've been through the battle, but God has brought us through. Can you testify? I've been through some battles, but God has brought me through. Amen. Now the Bible says, the Bible says in 1 Peter, 1 Peter, amen, turn with me. 1 Peter, the first chapter, verse number 5. 1 Peter 1, 5. Amen, the Bible says, who are kept by the power of God. Amen, through my tests and trials, through my fire, I need something that's going to keep me. We need to pray, Lord, give me your power. Who I kept by the power of God unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein ye greatly rejoice. Wherein ye greatly rejoice. You greatly rejoice in the power of God. You've been rejoicing in the God of your salvation. Uh, wait till you go through your tests. It says, though now for a season, if need be, ye are what? In heaviness. In heaviness. Through manifold temptation. You are in heaviness. Brother, where, where does that, where that heaviness come from? That's the refining process that God is taking you through. That's the separation process that God is taking you through. Go to Malachi. Let's look at it. Go to Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament. Hold your place there in Peter. I'm coming right back. Um, go to Malachi. That, though, though you be in heaviness, heaviness, heaviness. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about there is a, there is a heaviness because there is a, there is a parting of something. When anybody dies, there's a heaviness. Amen? Even if your dog dies, there's a little heaviness there. You know, Bobo. Oh, God. I hope you don't say, I hope you made it. Bobo just buried in the backyard, but this, that was my dog for 10 years. I love Bobo, but he gone. Your mom died, someone close to you is going to be a heaviness. Well, guess what? When you have to put something to death in your life, there's going to be a heaviness. When you have to let something go in your life, there's going to be a heaviness. What does the fire do? The fire causes a separation. It's going to be a, a heaviness. And the Bible says, the Bible says in Malachi, all right, Malachi, the third chapter, in verse number two, the Bible says, who may abide the day of his coming? Or who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like, for God is like a refiner's fire. God is like a refiner's fire. And when a refiner a refiner, a person that's a refiner, they do what? Their job is to purify gold and silver. 
What's the purpose of purifying the gold and purifying the silver? It removes impurities. It removes, it removes the impurities from raw material. Gold in its natural state often contains various impurities, such as dirt, such as rock, and other metals that's clunked and chunked onto it. And you just can't peel it off with your hand. You just can't, you just can't take that, that metal. You know that gold is up under there, but it got all kind of years and decades of dirt and grit and grime. And, and, and in order to purify that gold, uh, you, you know, that fire ain't going to burn the gold, but it'll burn everything off of the gold. There's a golden experience in you. There's an experience that God want to put in you. But for you to obtain to that experience, God got to burn out some things. He got to burn off some things. There's some things that you got to part from. And there's going to be a heaviness. So the Bible said, who may abide his coming? After God take you through the fire, who's going to still be standing? Because he's coming with the fire. Who's going to be able to abide it? Because it's going to get hot. It might be turned up seven more times hotter. But who can abide it? Who can stand it? Are you going to run from it? Who can abide it? God said, who's going to stand in the end? Who can abide? Brother, I thank God that I'm abiding and confiding in the Lord. Thank God I'm trusting in his word. Thank God I'm still here after all I'm going through. Thank God I'm still here. But who may abide the day of his coming? For he's like a refiner's fire. And when that fire comes, it's burning off all the dirt, the rocks, and other metals. And the refiner's goal is to extract, the, the refiner's goal is to extract the, the, the pure gold from these impurities. It's to separate them, resulting in a refined and valuable product. So fire plays a crucial role in the purifying process. When gold or when the when gold ore or raw gold is subjected to high fire, to, to high, I'm sorry, to high temperatures, it undergoes a process called smelting. During smelting, the gold is heated to extreme temperatures, causing it to melt. God got a way of just breaking us down. God has a way of melting us down. Amen? God has a way of showing us ourselves. Boy, that fire, that fire will break down your pride. Amen? It take me lower. It take me lower. It take me lower. Lord, just take me to my knees. Lord, whatever this test, Lord, it, 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 Lord, what is God doing? He's conforming me. He's shaping me. As the gold melts, the impurities, you know what it does? It rises to the surface. As the gold melts, the impurities rise to the surface. Amen. In the form of dross or slag. I thank God. I didn't see that about me, too. I went through that test, and that thing came up out of me. It came to the surface. <laughs> I didn't know I was impatient, but thank God for the hotness. Thank God for the test. It melted me down, and it caused some things to come up out of me. Your test will cause you get, you, man, I'll tell you what. I thought I was saved, sanctified, encouraged, settled, and, and seasoned. 
when I said I do, and God started taking me some new tests, some new trials that I've never been through before, with another flesh in my life, if you ain't got victory over your flesh, you're not going to be able to take on another flesh. Do y'all hear what I said? You got to first get victory in your own flesh. You got to have power over your own flesh because you're taking on another flesh and y'all supposed to become one. And if you ain't got power over your own spirit, your own attitude, your own flesh, you ain't ready for marriage. And man, I got married and thank God I was saved and sanctified. And, and I walked down the aisle. I walked like this when I was going down the aisle. I, I got the tape to prove it. I didn't even know. I didn't even realize I was doing it. But I was going to take that boy, I was pimping down the aisle like this, going to the front of the church. <laughs> but boy, when I said I do it, we got married, and we had to go through some hard places, some hard tests. God started showing me there's some more stuff in you. There's some things that start rising to the top. You go do some hot tests, there's some things going to rise out of your heart. There's some things going to rise out of your spirit. There's some things going to rise out of your attitude. Some things going to come and say, Lord, is that me? I don't, and God's going to show you the ugly part of you. God's going to show you, God is going to show you the part that he want to separate. And that's where the heaviness come in at. Because it's been a part of you for so long that you have to say goodbye to it. The devil say, no, no, it's a long, been a long romance with you. I've been loving you. I love the way you look. I love the way you act. I love the way you think. And God say, bye-bye. But you saying, uh, and God is pulling away from you and he's separating you from it and when your skin is separated from your flesh it hurts when anything is pulled away from you and peeled away from you it hurts so Lord whatever's in me let it rise let it rise let the, and, and sometimes the heat got to be turned up like it was turned up on the seventh. But you know who's down in the fire with you? The Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, Jesus Christ. He's down there with you, protecting you. Amen. First, it melts the gold, allowing the impurities to separate from the precious metal. Second, the high temperatures help burn away any, any, away any organic matter other than the contaminants that may be present. And lastly, the heat acts as a catalyst, facilitating chemical reactions that aid in the purification of the gold. And in a spiritual sense, our fiery tests and trials, it, it comes to purify us. It comes to separate us from the world. It comes to separate us from our ways. It helps us to grow, thank God. It shows us our weaknesses. It shows us our pride. It shows us, amen, those things that we're attached to that God is saying, let go of. <laughs> Ultimately, it's supposed to make us more like Christ. Amen. Amen. So back to Peter. Uh, so, so he said, he said in, I'm sorry, he said in Malachi, he says, and he shall purge. He says, and he shall sit as a refiner and purifier. Verse 3, he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver and shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver and they, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. So the purpose of a fire, the purpose of going through the fire, amen, yes, is to work patience in me. Yes, the fiery trials, thinking not strange, going to try the trials, going to try you, so, so strange happening to you, so strange thing happen, it's supposed to happen to me. It's meant, it's destined to happen to me. And God used situations. He used things as close to us to show us ourselves. 
Amen. So back in 1 Peter, in the first chapter, he said, Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are what? Heaviness. Heaviness. Let's show you where that heaviness is coming from a little deeper. Go to 1, go 1 Corinthians as we pre we're preparing, narrowing down to the end. Go to 1 Corinthians, the, the sixth chapter, please. 1 Corinthians, the sixth chapter. Amen. I'm um, sorry, 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. Amen. And verse number 13. The Bible says, every man's work. I'm sorry, let me wait till you get You got it? Everybody got it? You say amen if you got it? 1 Corinthians 3. The Bible says, every, 1 Corinthians, the, the third chapter, verse 13. Every man's work shall be made manifest. Every man's experience, every man's salvation experience is going to be revealed. It's going to be exposed. Nobody in this room is exempt from your works being manifested. Every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it. What day? There's coming a day of testing. Who can abide the day of his coming? For the day shall declare because it shall be revealed by what? The fire is going to reveal who you are. The fire is going to reveal what's inside of you. It's going to be revealed by fire. And the fire should do what? Did that word is again? It should do what? The fire should try every man's work of what sort it is. And watch this. If any man's work abide, talk about that gold, talk about your salvation experience, which he had built thereon, he shall receive the reward. Saints of God, we got to abide. There it is, the word again. We got to abide. Who shall abide the day of his coming? We got to abide. In other words, I'm not going nowhere. It might get hot. It might get heavy, but I'm going to stay. I'm going to abide. I'm going to remain. I'm going to stay saved. At the end of the day, I'm going to stay saved. Amen. At the end of the day, I got to abide. Who shall abide the day of his coming. If any man's work abide, watch this, I like this part now. If any man's work abide that he had built thereon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall, if any man's work shall be burned, watch this now. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer, that's that heaviness, he shall suffer what? A loss. Suffer a loss. That's the dirt. That's the grit. That's that grind. That's that attachments. That's the world. That's my way. That's my walk. That's my talk. That's my actions. That's my swag. That's my thing. That's who I am. That's your flesh. That's your pride. That you want to have your way. That's where you want to have the last say in a conversation. That's you want to talk over your husband. That's you, amen, uh, amen, want to put your hands on your hip and let your backbone slip and snap, crackle, and pop. 
Because ain't nobody going to talk to me like that. I'm saved, but, okay, I ain't been saved all my life. And I will put my religion on the shelf. Now, now try me. Bring it. You just have to ask God to forgive me later because I ain't going to be talking to you like this on the job. Know who y'all think? I will walk up out of here. I just have to find me another job. Just trust God. I'm just going to trust the Lord. I'm just going to trust the Lord. God will take care of me. No, don't put God in there now. You didn't get out of God's order. People try to cover it up with God. No, I got to see I got out of God's order. My actions are out of God's order. My actions are out of God's order. I need, to, I need to admit it. I need to own up to it. God, I got a problem with me. I'm the problem. I got to come to a place. If you're going to get victory, you got to come to a place. I'm the problem. I'm not blaming nobody else. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. You got to come to a place and Lord, I see this heaviness, but thank God for the heaviness. I'm not going to give in to the heaviness. I'm going to let it go. It's heavy because it's been a part of me, but this is as far as it's going. I'm not going to feed into it. I'm not going to consecrate on it, concentrate on it, and, and, and allow my mind to dwell on it. No. Adios. Arubiacho, whatever the words are. Bonjour. No, bonjour. Bon, bon voyage or whatever. Bon voyage. Goodbye. Devil, I'm not going to allow you to cause me to backslide over this. I'm not going to allow you to cause me to lose my hope and faith over this. I got to get the victory. I got to dig deep and get the victory. Because I see how God loves me. I see how God's concerned about me. I see how God, he has never left me nor forsaken me. It's all about God because he loved me. He's taking me through this so he can conform me. He can make me bigger. He can make me better. I'm not going to allow this to cause hurt my home, my situation, my unsaved children, my unsaved spouse. It's not going to hurt me. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm walking in the midst of the fire. I'm just walking around. Fire all around me. I'm walking around. I'm not looking crazy. I ain't sad. No, I'm casting that off. You can have it. I'm done with it. I'm just going to walk around. I'm going to walk around. Devil want to start confusion. Devil want to start confusion in my household. Devil, you're not coming up in my house. This is God's house. Not gonna have no confusion in my house. You're not gonna, you're not, you don't run things here. God runs this house. I'm responsible for what goes on in my house. No, 
No, no, you're not going to, I'm not going to let you dump your garbage on me. I'm not going to let you talk that garbage to me. You're not going to talk negative to me. I'm not going to let that in my environment. I'm not taking on them negative vibes. Why? I'm loose and I have no hurt. He said, if any man's work shall abide, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved. He shall be saved by what? By, thank God for the fire. It's the fire that saved me because it separated what shit I should have that was killing me. What I had was killing me. Philippians, the third chapter. Thank God. Sin was killing me. My way was killing me. My thing, my, my thing, my thing, my pastime was killing me. My secret lover, my things that the pastor don't know about, the saints don't know about. Amen. Uh, the phone calls, uh, the texts, uh, amen. Uh, me creeping out, uh, amen. Uh, it's killing me. Amen. I, I'm, the Bible said, be sure your sin will find you out. Brother, you can't do it, you can't do wrong and get by. Amen. Why I can't rejoice in the service? Why I can't get with the service? Amen. Why I can't find it easy to come to church? I need to be separated from something. I need the fire. The Bible said we saved by the fire. So, Lord, burn me up. I attitude, Lord, burn up my flesh. Burn up my flesh, God. Burn up my attitude, God. Burn up my affections. Burn up my tongue. Burn it up. Amen. 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 As we prepare to close, Job, the 23rd chapter, verse 10, and then Revelation 14, 18. Job, the 23rd chapter, verse number 10. Amen. Job 23, verse number uh, let's go verse number 8 through 10. He said, behold, Job said, behold, I go forward and he is not there. Not there. I can't find God. He's not there. He, 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 was, in his, he was in his feelings. He said, in backwards, but I cannot, I cannot perceive God. I don't understand. On the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand and I cannot see God. But you got to come to the resolve. You got to come to this resolve. But he know me. He know my integrity. He know, he know my attitude. He know I've been true to God. He know I have not been slacking on God and hypocriting and, and going. I'm not going to let the devil accuse me of that. I know, I know I've been living right. I know I've done everything I know within my power. Amen. He knows the way that I take. You might not understand, but God understands the way. The pastor might not understand, but God, you understand the way that I take. That when he has what? There that word is again. That when he has what? Can we let God try us? We didn't see it too many times in the scripture this, this afternoon. Lord, we should be praying by now, Lord, try me. See if there's anything left in me. When he have tried me, I shall do what? I shall come out of it. That king looked over there and told them boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do what? 
come forth. Come forth. Glory be to God. I, Job said, I shall come forth as pure gold. Revelation, the 18th, 14th chapter, verse 18. And then we leave, read, read Job. Um, then we go back to our original text. Amen. And finish in Daniel. Revelation 14, 18. Revelation 14, 18. And another angel came out from the altar, which had power, power, which had power over fire. What kind of power do you have? Is your, is your test burning you up or you got power over fire? The fire is supposed to burn up what's not supposed to be a part of me, but it's not supposed to be affecting me. I should have power. My, my experience should be able to stand in the fire. I should be the gold in the fire. Do you have power over fire? Or is the fire burning you up? Is the message burning you up? Is your test burning you up? Daniel, the third chapter. Daniel, the third chapter. Verse 28, it says, Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel to deliver his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve or worship any God except their own. What does God want you to do? He wants you to yield your body as a living sacrifice. You know what God wants when you go through the fire? He wants your body. He wants your, he wants your affection. He wants your attitude. He wants your body. He wants to make sure your, 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 your whole body is yielded to him, is submitted to him. He wants to make sure there's no lust there. He wants to make sure he get everything out, amen, that shouldn't be there. He wants to make sure he have full control over your body, your life. The purpose of you going through the fire is for you to yield your body. The purpose for you to go through the fire is for God to work patience in you. What is, it God is, what is it that God is trying to work in you? And what is it God that's trying to work out of you or from you and you're still trying to hold on to it? He says they have yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Then the king did what? He promoted 
See, that's when, that when God brings you, you, bring you through that fire, you know what he's going to do to you? He's going to promote you. God's going to say, man, now I'm going to promote you from justification to sanctification. I'm going to promote you. I'm going to promote you. I'm going to lift you up because you humbled yourself. Can you say, Lord, take my body, take my heart, take my mind. Lord, whatever you're trying to work out of me, work it out of me, God. Purge me, God. Purge me. Has God told you to come forth? If not, what is it going to take for God to say, come on forth? You've, I can see it's purged. Come forth. Or are you still in? Do you need more faith to trust him this afternoon? Has your test wearied you? Or is it making you or wearying you? Are you resting in God or are you resisting God? Is the fourth man in the fire? Is he there yet? Is he there yet? Because he can see him in his own image inside of you. Is he there yet? Or is it still, are you still wrestling with flesh, with flesh? Are you growing in the grace of God? This afternoon, as God has spoken to your heart, to trust God through your fire, will you come? Let us all stand and come for prayer.